the Ortho PAC, hosted by Sam Dyer. Welcome to the Ortho PAC, where we discuss up-to-date orthopedic topics for the busy clinician. I invite you to sit back and relax as I attempt to fill in the gaps between education, current events, and real-world practice. Today's episode is on the PA name change, uh, for those that didn't know it. So my guest today is Lisa Gables, who's a CPA and the CEO of the American Academy of Physician Assistants. Uh, I guess we still call it AAPA, don't we, Lisa? We do. Okay. Glad to have you on to talk about this. I remember way back, way back in the day when I was coming along, there was discussion about a name change even before I was a PA. So it's been brewing for a while. So I was hoping you might uh, give our listeners a little background and uh, tell us why there was interest in changing the name in the first place. Sure. Thank you for asking that question. It's a very important one that people are asking all the time now. I will say that the physician assistant title has been debated for many years, as you alluded to, within the profession and also within AAPA's House of Delegates. The really the, the crux of this discussion has been that the title does not accurately describe to patients what the profession does, or it doesn't convey the value PAs bring to the healthcare team and the healthcare delivery system. So for this reason, in 2018, AAPA's House of Delegates passed a resolution requesting that the board of directors actually investigate this and figure out what the implications might be uh, both at the state and federal level in the advocacy arena, what kind of financial implications or political implications it might have, and just try to understand it better. So what we did was we actually hired an independent international marketing and communications firm, WPP, to lead this investigation. We also engaged our legal counsel, Foley and Lardner, to actually research the legal, regulatory, and legislative impact of the title change. So that's really why we did it in the first place is that it got to such a point that the HOD wanted to do something about it. Gotcha. Being uh, privy to the, uh, the HOD, I get frequent updates and emails. I think that goes to the constituent organizations. And I followed this and it's been uh, ongoing for some time. Uh, the investigation yes. took a while, right? It did. Please tell us about that. The investigation did take a while, a little over two years once we finally issued the report from the time the investigation started. I, I want to uh, you to understand and your audience to understand that this investigation actually reached what they determined a clear conclusion that the title physician assistant does not provide clarity around the true value of the profession and that there's a need to evolve the profession's title. And sort of what we learned was that that lack of clarity impacts patients. The word assistant can lead to patient misunderstanding. So there's a common misconception, which I'm sure you're familiar with, that PAs simply, quote, assist physicians when, in fact, they diagnose, treat, and care for patients. So over the course of this time with them, we discovered that uh, this is what happened, the results of this research. And one of the things that people maybe didn't hear or don't know is that we actually evaluated over 150 potential titles. That's a lot, right? We narrowed it down to four titles. Those four titles were sent for validation with five stakeholder groups, which included PAs, students, patients, physicians, and employers. 
So in their final report, they, as you probably are aware, recommended medical care practitioner. Which, I'm, I'm sorry, i got to interject. I hate that. So I'm glad that's I not know. it. So <laughs> but please continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> really, the reason I just want to explain it, maybe it didn't come clearly through, but the rationale behind this, uh, this title that they recommended was because it didn't exist in the in the world at this time, we could make it mean whatever we wanted. As you know, there are a lot of pros and cons to whatever title was selected. But one of the things we did learn out of this research that your audience might find interesting is that 71% of patients surveyed agreed that the title physician associate matched the job description of a PA. And 65% of physicians surveyed agreed that physician associate matches the job description. That was very interesting information for us. And as you know, in May, the House of Delegates spent a lot of time debating the title change and actually came to the point of affirming physician associate as the official title of the PA profession. Mm-hmm. I, I'm totally for it, um, for what, you know, for what that matters, but I'm excited about it. Um, I know there was a lot of information in the report. I was privy to the report. Um, what kind of other information did we get? I know there was a lot of money spent on this investigation. So what other useful information did we get from that? Well, you know, believe it or not, the title was a very small part of this research that was done. The title came at the end and we learned a lot about what people think about the brand physician assistance in the, in the, all of the research we did. We actually learned a lot about patient perceptions which was very important learning for us to learn that how to make them understand what we do better. So we learned a lot about what their needs are and we can kind of translate that into our branding work, if you will. We also asked PAs directly and students and physicians and employers to offer their perceptions on a range of different insights and attributes to help evaluate all healthcare providers, not just PAs. And that gave us a great deal of insight on how we uh, evaluate ourselves in the, the bigger healthcare landscape. For, for patients, experience, quality, and access were all the key drivers that were critical to creating and delivering value in healthcare. But what we learned was experience. Their patient experience was the most important. And looking at that, that involved time, the time with the patient, the relationship, the care that was being provided, And this research actually found that many patients believe that PAs perform very well on these attributes, but there's always room for improvement. We also learned that PAs have a strong foundation with their patients. 82% of patients said they trust a physician assistant, and 65% of them said that they would likely recommend a physician assistant. So it was a lot of really great information we gathered out of this, um, this long research project besides just time. Okay, great. I'm glad we got more patient-related information. It's always good to know how you're doing, you know, so I'm, I'm glad we have that. Please tell us more about the event. I, you know, if you weren't there or didn't see the updates or whatever from the House of Delegates, there was a lot of stuff going on there. Please tell us how it went. How did it go? Uh, I don't think there were any fist fights, but I, there was a lot of debate. So please tell us how it went. Well, of 
course, that was hotly debated as, as many uh, important topics are at the HOD, and rightly so. I mean, this was a, a very historic time with the HOD, and, and as you might imagine, things are still going on. Following the vote, uh, we received a lot of positive feedback from PAs. It came as no surprise, of course, because PAs have asserted for some time that a title change was necessary, in their opinion, in order to better convey their role in healthcare. There's also a lot of excitement within the profession. And of course, there's a lot of work to do to make it all happen. I want to emphasize that this is a complex and complicated situation, and we want to make sure that we implement this historic change accurately and thoughtfully. So just to make sure your listeners understand, it isn't going to happen overnight. Sure. Um, long process. A lot of stakeholders. Actually, uh, speaking of stakeholders, um, who's involved in the process? I mean, I, I know there's tons of people uh, on the state level, federal level, organizations. I mean, how do you get the name to be widely accepted? Right. Well, it, of course, as you mentioned, it involves a lot of people. And we are working and have started a plan. We've created a six-month action plan on our side. We are, although, working with a number of other stakeholders, as you might imagine, the other national PA organizations, PA programs, all of our constituent organizations such as yourself, and then we have to start thinking about how to approach with the state and federal regulators, employers, and, and other folks. At this point in time, I really can't tell you how long we think this will take to get all the pieces in place, uh, but it will take a while. There, there's some things that can be very quickly. For example, I've already actually changed the name of AAPA illegally with North Carolina. So we've made one step. I reserve the name with the state of Virginia since we operate in Virginia. So we've made some progress. The other thing I would also say, just so you're aware, we have begun the process with a national branding firm to start the, the development of a plan of how we will roll out nationally the, the name change and the, and the branding of the profession. So lots of things going on, lots of things. Mm-hmm. Very, very exciting. It is very exciting. I'm excited about it. That discussion kind of takes me to the next thing. PAOS has been physician assistants in orthopedic surgery since I've been a PA. Um, and, you know, changing it, it won't change the acronym, obviously, but it changes it. I mean, what about that? What can you tell me about that? And I, I don't know that I, I want to go change it until everybody or the majority of people in the organization say, yeah, let's, let's do it because it's, you know, it's been around a long time. So what do you think? Well, it's ultimately up to each constituent organization to decide if they want to adopt the new title. Um, There's a difference between saying the title and actually doing the changes necessary in your, your organization legally to make it happen. And we of course can't force anyone to do that. We don't have that authority. However, we do believe that the profession should have one title and we are hopeful that all will join and adopt this process over time. And I will tell you, we're working on plans to help support COs in how to make this happen. Uh, We're developing checklists for you and and other things to make it easy if you decide that that's something you want to do. We're having our annual meeting here in a month, and I'm definitely going to bring this up at the membership luncheon. 
talk to people about it and see what they think. I, I want to have some networking going on about the name change. It's an important sure. thing. It's huge. Uh, and there's a lot that goes into it. Like you said, the whole legal aspect that goes with it and then the bylaws and everything. So we got to look at everything. Well, last question I have, Lisa, please tell us what resources are available for people that want to research it and know more about it. Absolutely. Um, PAs and other par interested parties, it could be anybody who are interested in following our process can go to our website. We have an actual um, piece on title change. The URL is aapa.org backslash title change. We will post updates there very often. There's a frequently asked questions section that might address some of the questions, and we are constantly updating that based on questions we get, including the most specific uh, ones related to my accreditation, uh, certification, programs, students, you know, all of those things we've addressed in those frequently asked questions on that page. Awesome. Thank you so much. Lisa Gables, CEO and president of the AAPA, talking about the PA title change. Uh, thanks for being with us today. Thank you so much for the opportunity. Thank you for joining the Ortho PAC podcast. Join us for our 21st annual meeting in Nashville, Tennessee, PAOS in the Music City, September the 6th to September the 10th, 2021 at the Omni Nashville Hotel. Check paos.org for details.